is in Song of Songs. Um, the verses begin with, Open up for me, my sister, my bride, my dove, my complete one. And we quoted the uh, Talmud that says, Hashem, Hashem says, please open up for me like the eye of a needle. And then Hashem says, I'll open up for you like the size of the huge entrance of the Ulam. Morning. So, what is the meaning of the size of a needle? So, yesterday, that there are two versions of what the uh, hole in the needle we're referring to, or either referring to the hole where the thread goes through. So, it's very small, it's still at the size. And then there is the point of the needle. And that is a geometric point. There's nothing smaller than that. And the idea of turning to Hashem, the size of the opening of a needle, means that you're turning to Hashem from your very core. Not because it makes sense, not because you feel like it, because of you. That you want this connection to Hashem. What I don't understand is the size of the olam. The size of an oval? Olam. 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 In the base of Mikdash, there was a huge um, doorway called the Ulam. Which led to? The Kodesh, the, the, the inner sanctum, huh. where there was the menorah. So from the Zara to the inner right, sanctum. Right, right. So, um, so, uh, so when Hashem says, which open up from the outside to the inside, which is kind of what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, well, yeah. very interesting um, point. Yeah, going, going, it's about going inside, right? Yeah. A huge door to go inside. So this, this reminds me of a word to the Kotzkerem. The Kotzkerem said that uh, you've opened up for me. Hashem says, like the size of a needle. He says. Maybe a small opening, but it's sharp. It punctures. So it's. It, 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 I, don't, I don't know if the uh, maybe the Pukatskarev was known to be very sharp. So without the, taking the sharpness off of the vart, the idea is that there's something very significant about this movement you're making to Hashem. That you want this connection. That your whole being is in this movement. That you have 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 shifted. You turn to Hashem. Maybe it's telling you exactly that. Make sure you use the side that's open, not the side that punctures. Uh, the um, use the side that's opening. Yeah, don't don't go around puncturing. Don't puncture it. Don't go to the go to the open, the little the little open. No, but the Rebbe says the it has two sides. No, the Rebbe says it to focus on. The Rebbe's focusing on the other one though. It means the point, oh. the geometric point. He's saying, okay, yeah. and it says, and that and that turn to Hashem that punctures a small hole in the iron wall between the Jew and the Eibushter, and then there could be the subsequent. Um, um, things that the verse talks about, the sister, the, the dove, the bride. And so far what we learned about was the idea of the sister. We said so far two, two meanings of the um, word sister. Sister is uh, brother and sister have a natural love for each other. They don't have to do something to, in order to create that love. They have a natural love. And so too a Jew has a natural love for Hashem. So in the opening towards the huge opening of the ulam, step one of the opening, after you've made this puncture in the wall with the size of a needle, is to have a relationship with Hashem like a brother and sister. We have this natural love. Another meaning to the word sister is a knot, a, a, a bond. A brother and sister have a bond with each other, but we spoke about how this refers to Avraham, who is called a sister to Hashem. Why called a sister to Hashem? Because he made a bond between all creation and Hashem. And not only did Avram inspire people to believe in Hashem, bonding them with Hashem, but also in Avram himself, it's art to yourself always, right? In his, in his connection to Hashem, 
there is a unique phrase that, we, that is said about him. He didn't call Hashem Hashem of the world. Rather, he said Hashem world, which doesn't mean that the world is, is Hashem. It, what it means is, is that he recognized Hashem's, Hashem's energy in the world, Hashem's, Hashem's vitality in the world, how every moment Hashem is constantly creating and vivifying and animating every single thing in the world out of absolute nothingness. So in this discussion about Avraham Avinu connecting the world to Hashem, we went a little deeper, and we discussed how, first of all, the world needs the word of Hashem every second to, to exist. Then we went even deeper, and we spoke about another component in creation. The world needs Hashem's desire to exist. And just like with our own desires, our desire is nothing other than ourselves. A desire means I am drawn somewhere. That's what a desire is. I'm drawn somewhere. So just like in ourselves, a desire is about us being draw, drawn somewhere, but not about something on the outside, as opposed to our faculties, like our intellect, like our emotions, which are things that do things. Desire doesn't do... Desire can't create anything. Desire can only cause another tool of the soul to move, but desire doesn't create anything independent of the soul, because the desire isn't a thing. Intellect creates ideas. Emotions create good feelings, or the opposite. But intellect, but desire is not a thing, and it doesn't create something. So, as long as the desire is there, the thing, the the, the um, things are in motion. Thank you very much. The moment the desire stops, things stop being in motion. So desire. So, when we. If we understand that Hashem has to will the world into creation, so we, we could also appreciate that as soon as Hashem withdraws His will from creation, everything stops to exist. And that gives us this, um, if you will, Abrahamic sense that all of the world is godly. And therefore, to feel that the need to say a bracha before you eat and the need to thank Hashem for, for everything that's going on in your life, and the, the idea of, as yesterday was the ninth of Adar, the idea of realizing that there's no, as the previous episode said, we came to America, this America is not different than Europe. To feel how also the American moments in our lives, the parts in our life which we think are not connected, to realize that they're not different than the other parts. That's the idea of, of being a sister to Hashem, connecting everything to Hashem. Let's continue now on, on page 412. Well, Peace and move on. According to this, is understood. Since that all that Hashem desired, He created, that the creation in this world is from Hashem's supernal desire. So, when, so, so then the world has no substance at all um, without Hashem's desire, and all it is is Hashem's desire. This is something that exists of, in the nature of all things that Hashem created. This is something that could be explained to the animal soul. Although the animal soul is an animal, and just like it says about every physical animal, that a, a spirit of an animal brings it down, and in other words, the animal soul is focused on lower things. However, when you explain to the animal soul that the entire existence of this world it was created by the word of Hashem. Now, the word of Hashem, Hashem made the heavens, and if Hashem would withdraw, even for a moment, all of creation would be absolutely nothing, automatically, even while it exists next page. 
is not, it does not, it's not a mitzvah, it's not really an entity, and more. Since creation really comes from Hashem's desire, so it's just like a human desire, that your desire is nothing outside of yourself. Rather, desire means that you were drawn somewhere, so therefore the world is also not an entity. All it is is something that Hashem willed into existence, so through this, you're able to cause your animal soul should also have this sister-like bond with Hashem so that it connects the world with godliness. Your animal soul feels this way until you reach a point that the world, in the, from the perspective of the animal soul, is one with godliness. Kel Elam Hashem is the God of the world, that all there is is the existence of godliness. And this is the animal soul's perspective. So, the, so this is the way godliness is here, the way Hashem contracts his life to be in this realm. The animal soul can appreciate this. That's, that's becoming Hashem's sister, where you are um, connecting everything that goes on in your life and realizing that this is God. And the animal soul can do, do this too. That's a big thing, by the way. It's not just that your neshama senses this. They're just saying this is something your animal soul could do as well. So now I say, that's step one. This is this is in the, in the journey to open up our hearts as as uh, the size of the ulam. Uh, step one is the sister connecting the world with godliness, realizing how all of creation is constantly being created by Hashem, and it always is 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 Hashem's desire. Without Hashem's desire, it doesn't exist. And even while it exists, it's like our desire that. Um, our desire can't create anything independent of itself. Desire just is, while desire is for something, that's when that thing is here. Okay. Beyond and higher and through the serving Hashem, like a sister, we're able to reach a higher level, and that is my bride, the one who feeds me, the one who nourishes me. What this means is, Medir says the Jewish people are called my bride, the one who feed Hashem, so to speak, the one who feed me. That so to speak, the Jewish people give parnasa; they nourish their father in heaven. What this means is, like for example, when a person eats, what does eating do? Eating connects the soul with the body. The soul by itself is absolutely spiritual. The body by itself is physical, it's material. How can they connect to each other? This is through eating and drinking. That's what parnasa means. Parnasa means feeding this bond between body and soul. And so too does it apply in heaven. The Talmud says, just like the soul fills the body, so too does Hashem fill the world. That means that Hashem, without any contraction, is completely beyond all of the worlds. An entire chain of the spiritual cosmos, as it says in Torah Or, this is not the main thing that Hashem accomplishes, that He creates worlds, not that His main entity, that He creates worlds, rather He's far beyond creation, He is infinite. In order for Hashem to fill the world, in order that godliness should descend from how He is beyond the spiritual cosmos, to create the worlds, this to bring down his infinite light into creation, this is achieved the Jewish people. As the Talmud says, Bereshis, why did Hashem create the world for the Jewish people who are called Reishis? They are also called the first. 
Bereshus, in the beginning, Hashem created the world, he created the world for another beginning. For the beginning, the Jewish people are called also the first in the beginning. And the reason why the Jewish people are called the beginning is because of their of the Torah, which is also called beginning. In other words, what makes us, um, what reveals in us, our specialness is the Torah. And therefore, through the Jewish people, we, through, that's why the Jewish people are called my bride, the one who feeds me. That means when the Jewish people act according to the instruction of Torah, the Torah is then called bread, and through this, the, 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 this becomes the bread, so to speak, of Hashem, as it says in the Torah. My bread, that the soul of the world, is able to connect and invest itself and fill the world just like the soul fills the body. So in short, what we just said in this paragraph is that just like our soul is absolutely spiritual and the body is absolutely physical, in order to connect and we have to have food, so too Hashem is infinite. And in order to bring Hashem's light into the world is through the Jewish people who learn Torah. By learning Torah and fulfilling Torah, that is the bread that connects the infinite light of Hashem to creation. You follow? You with me, Dr. Bresman? I got behind in a sense. No problem. Repeat that. No problem. The soul is absolutely spiritual. Right. The body is absolutely physical. Right. That's why we need to eat to create, oh, Shalom Aleichem. In order to create a connection between soul and body, we have to, we have to eat. Why do we have to eat? Because how are you supposed to connect the spiritual to the physical? It has to be something that, that connects it. Yes, that's what food that. does. So, in a similar way, uh, the sent to creation to animate the world, it's the Jewish people keeping Torah. Torah is called Hashem's bread, so to speak. And we, through keeping Torah, we bring Hashem's infinite light into the world. So, so um, that's why we're called the one who feeds Hashem, so to speak. How do we feed Hashem? By learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, we bring Hashem's infinite light into the world. Just like the soul comes into the body through eating food, Hashem's infinite light comes to the world through our learning Torah. Yeah? Okay. Okay, let's go on the bottom of one four thirteen. What's the advantage of step two in our relationship in being Hashem's bride, one who nourishes him beyond being Hashem's sister? Serving Hashem as a sister is something that is associated with our natural love for Hashem. And also the second meaning of sister. First, sister is someone you have a natural love for. And also sister means bond, the idea of, of, of being Hashem's sister is about connecting the world with God. Sister means connection. connection. Connecting the world with Hashem. What are you connecting? Connecting the physical world with Hashem. You're, you're, you're involved with the nature of creation. And you're connecting creation as it is with Hashem. The ains, the Hashem, all you're doing is showing that the world is godly, but you're still in the realm of creation. Next page. But from that level of the relationship as a sister, it's possible to be completely engrossed in the world. This sister-like relationship with Hashem, this doesn't, doesn't motivate you to leave limitations of creation. Because all, all it is is about connecting to Hashem in the world, realizing the world itself is godly. 
However, the, the second kind, the second feature in our bond with Hashem, where we're called the one who feeds Hashem, where we're bringing the infinite light of Hashem to fill the world, to do this, we have to connect us to the way Hashem is uncontracted, the way He is beyond filling the world. So the service of Hashem that draws Hashem's infinite life, the way it is beyond, that way it is before there is any contraction, into creation, or to connect the infinite light, so we have to also go beyond our limitations, beyond the limitations of the world. In general, this is the distinction between the two different kinds of serving, two different ways of serving Hashem. There is the service of Hashem that is represented by the two first two phrases in Shema, and then there is the service of Hashem that's represented by the third phrase in Shema. It says in Shema, love Hashem with all your heart and all your soul. That's one level. Then there's love Hashem with all your might. Loving Hashem with all your heart, you love it. Your heart is filled with love of Hashem. Loving Hashem with all your soul means that your whole being is you run to a mitzvah. Your whole being is enveloped with the love for Hashem. Zippy diruda, you are totally enveloped with the love for the Eved. That's what Chol Nafshu with all your soul. Your whole being is full of love. But the Bchol Miyadecha with all your might that means going beyond your limitations, beyond what you have, beyond your soul powers, beyond your vessels. As long as you are limited in your faculties, and you're serving Hashem with your faculties, even if you love Hashem with all your heart, with all your soul, you're totally filling yourself with holiness and love. However, you're still within your own parameters and the parameters of the world, the parameters of the spiritual cosmos. So you cannot draw down in the world the infinite light of Hashem that's beyond creation. If you want to bring down the infinite light of Hashem that should fill the world, you have to also do something infinite in yourself. You have to serve Hashem in a way that's unlimited, without any, without any measurement. And this is connected to how we first defined our role as the ones who feed Hashem by studying Torah. It sounded pretty easy before. What happened? The Torah is the wisdom and the will of Hashem. And the Torah existed 2,000 years before the world, which also means that the Torah is 2,000 levels beyond creation, whatever that means. Torah is associated with Chachma and Bina, which are called, the word Alpine, which is 2,000, also, is also a way to study. So Torah is beyond creation, which creation, as we'll say tonight in Kiddush, is associated with six days, which when we say in Kiddush, we don't say in six days Hashem made the world, we say six days made the world, because we're talking about how the six emotional character traits of Hashem animate each day of creation, Sunday through Chesed and Monday through Gura. But the Torah is from the wisdom of Hashem, from the Chacham Bin of Hashem, which is beyond creation. And therefore, the Torah is able to draw down Hashem's infinite light and bring it into creation. The Torah is able to bring into the spiritual cosmos how Hashem is beyond creation. Okay, so, so 
the, there's, um, there's two things we're saying here, and that was connecting them. One thing we're saying is, we study Torah, Torah is infinite. Because Torah is infinite, so therefore when you study Torah, you bring down Hashem's infinite light into creation. Another thing that I've been saying is that you have to be infinite to draw down the infinite light of Hashem in creation. Therefore, to serve Hashem with all your might. Um, I don't think there's a contradiction here. Um, I know it says in Samachvah, um, the Rebbe Rashab says that in order to, to connect with the light of the Torah, the light of the Torah to be revealed in us, is through loving Hashem Ba'avarab, loving Hashem with, with extreme, with, with um, beyond limitations. So it could be that in order for us to connect really with light of Torah, we have to go beyond our limitations. Could, could, it could be that's, that's what the Rebbe is referring to. I don't know. But the general theme, uh, however, of going beyond limitations, love Hashem B'chom Yedecha, uh, as opposed to loving Hashem with all your heart and all your soul, um, it, it, it's, it's not a... Um, it's not a small thing. There's a, um, there was a great Kabbalist named Ramemi Pano. Ramemi Pano uh, once explained the following verse. It says in the verse, My beloved ran away to Harib Samim, to mountains called Samim. And these mountains were huge mountains. My beloved went away to these tall mountains. So Ramemi Pano explains the tall mountains refer to Hashem's infinite light. Okay, infinite light. So he says, why do we use mountains to describe Shem's infinite light? Mountains are limited. The bigger the mountain is, it may seem more awesome to us, but it's not infinite. But he says, yes, it's not infinite, but since in our world it is big, it represents something big in heaven. It represents Hashem's infinity. And in a similar way, although our infinity is not Hashem's infinity. Chayim Peretz, for him to, uh, to to daven for three hours straight. I know. It takes me a long time. We, 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 we will time you and we will see who's right. <laughs> for him to daven three hours straight may not be such an incredible feat. For me, that would be Bechol Meidecha. That would be beyond my limitations. So although that's limited, another human being could do what I do. And if another human being gets a walk in the park, but since it's for me, it's beyond my limitations, that draws down also Hashem's infinite light too. Because I'm going beyond myself, I'm connecting to Hashem's infinity. Even though it's not infinite. But just like those mountains, the big mountains represent the infinite, so also when I climb something big for me, I connect Hashem's infinite light. Remendel Futafas used to say, what's B'chom Yedacha mean? Mo'id means very much. And the consider it's translated as very, with, with, with all your might, but mo'id means with all your very much. He used to say, what's the difference between someone who loves chocolate and someone who loves chocolate very much? It's a big difference. You love chocolate, but you wake up in the morning, the first thing is chocolate? Not necessarily. Loving Hashem very much, with, with that part of you that loves very much, that's That's excessive. That makes you go beyond yourself. Everyone said in the Mimer, what does it mean? That was said, that in Tavshlam and Aleph, in Yudalak um, Nissen, hold over there, that Maimon Tavshlam and Aleph, there explains that uh, Hashem made the world in a way that His light is hidden. So there's a Mitzrayim in the world. Mitzrayim is the limitations. The first Mitzrayim is the first Simpson, the first contraction of Hashem's light. And that
to actually have a physical land of Mitzrayim. Not just a physical land of Mitzrayim, but for Mitzrayim to be, as it was, the abomination of the earth. So in order to um, fix this issue, Hashem put the whole world in our hearts. And we're able to fix this in our hearts. How so? Rebbe said, when a Jew realizes that Hashem is his heart, that he, he loves Hashem in a way of all beyond all limitations, so he doesn't reckon, Rebbe said, with the limitations that his animal soul puts on him. He doesn't even reckon the limitations that his godly soul puts on him. He doesn't reckon the limitations that his neighbors put on him. This is what you could do, this is what you can't do. As soon as he realizes this is something which is connected with the love of Hashem, he does everything for the sake of Hashem, everything for Hashem. That's B'chol Meidach. So because he goes beyond his limitations, so it starts to shine in the world also, how Hashem creates the world. It starts to be a revelation in the world that's beyond creation as well. So, so that's the idea of B'chol Meidach. Actually, in the point of Fabrengen, that was they were walked into Fabrengen, if I remember correctly, they were said this. The Fabrengen starts at 9.30. And the usual um, system in the yeshiva and Chabad is that the Hasidic learning is still 9.30 at night. So they said, why is the Fabrengen start at 9.30? Not at 9.27, not at 9.28, not at 9.29, but at 9.30. They said, because first you have to serve Hashem in a way of Yoda, in a way that you know, you understand. They have to serve Hashem beyond understanding. Hashem doesn't just want us to go on, on turbo on, 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 with all your mind. He also wants to fill our heart and our soul. Love Hashem. There has to be the Yada too, as I've said in that, that occasion. But beyond that, there has to be beyond all limitations, beyond all, all boundaries. Um, so that's the idea of the um, sister. Yes. How does that connect to 930? Oh, because that's a time when the t- Torah learning is finished. But does 9.30 have any other part of the night meaning? No, no, no. Not because of the anti-Kabbalistic, as, okay. as far as the simple translation of those okay. words. Just, this is a time the boys finish learning. Okay. That's great. And now it starts with Chomidach. So in short, what we learned today is we learned the meaning of attraction to Hashem as a sister. We learned how this is something the animal soul could appreciate as well. And that's the goal. That our animal soul should feel connected to Hashem in, the, in what, whatever it does. And that's being a sister. The word sister means bond. We bond with Hashem in everything that we do. Then the higher level of serving Hashem is as a bride. We said that what that means is two things. One is learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, and therefore drawing down the infinite light of Hashem into creation. And two, serving Hashem beyond our limits. And uh, perhaps they're connected. By serving Hashem beyond our limits, we get in touch with the, with the light of Torah. As the Rebbe Hashab says, that the love of Hashem beyond limitations causes the light of Torah to be revealed in you. Either way, to connect the infinite light of Hashem, so that infinite light of Hashem is drawn in the world, that's the, so to speak, feeding Hashem. Just like the soul is spiritual and the body is physical, and has to be something to be, to be done to connect them, so too we have to make an effort to draw down the infinite light of Hashem into creation, and that's by being infinite ourselves. Although we're not really infinite, we're just going down the limitations, yet when we serve Hashem, beyond ourselves, as opposed to like a sister, which is us in your nature, looking at the nature of, of the world, looking at the nature of our natural love for Hashem. When you go beyond that, that draws the infinite light of Hashem into creation. Mr. Hashem will get into uh, the dove and the complete one. Mr. Hashem, we continue. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.